0: Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months,
1: all year round. So order your filtry air filters today at filtry.com. Let's clear the air.
2: Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread.
1: That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree going to begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread and get the taste out your mouth, that's for damn sure. No, fuck him, fuck that, because
2: I'm from New York City, god damn it. Nobody take no wrong bread with me. And that goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers want to try some shit. you fuck around with me, it's going to be consequences and
1: Gonna
2: hate and Ainer's gonna ain't that is not an actual thing.
1: People say. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. Welcome to an ep- another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast on com. We appreciate everybody for listening. Anybody that's going to be joining the chat room and anybody that's going to listen to us on demand make sure y'all follow us on at barbershop sports talk podcast you can follow me at maestro styles you can follow trey at trey frazier on twitter you can follow me at maestro styles you can follow trey frazier at barbershop S P O R two. make sure you like the facebook page and subscribe to the youtube page uh trey what's going on man
2: hey maestro what's popping man uh feeling really good about this show tonight man um I'm I'm just ready to get it popping, man. I don't know about you, but uh we definitely got some things to discuss. What's going on, man?
1: Hey man, uh like you said, man, uh I, I agree that uh we got some stuff to talk about, that's for sure. Um and let's see if we get uh we can hash this all out in under two hours.
2: Yes. Yeah, I think we could do that.
1: All right, all right. Um the well man, the floor is yours, man. Let's go.
2: Yeah, man, let's do it, man. Um get Dan Snyder the hell up out of D.C. Yep. That's where I'm at right now, bro. And last week, right after that Washington Post article came out, I texted you and I told you, yo, there's some stuff in here. We're going to have a lot of content for the show. And I hope you read it, brother, because mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to just kind of sound off on this situation. Man, 15 women. 15 women over a 14-year period, um, 2006 up until this point now, 2020. Um, only one female came out or decided to come out, and the others, um, I, I guess because of NDA uh, agreements with the team, that they felt like they would be threatened had they gone you know, public with the allegations. So... So the only female that, you know, came out against the team was a woman named Emily Applegate. Um, She was the one that came out. um, She had all the quotes in the article about some of the abuse, verbal abuse. One, number two, the sexual uh, harassment situations regarding the front office team executives. Um, You got the play by play guy, uh, Larry Michael, who just up and retired a couple of days before this article came out um we we know what that's about Mm -hmm. i mean that's not a that's not a real retirement if you ask me that's just trying to avoid all the smoke
1: oh Um, and and let's be clear if i'm not mistaken he got accused of some some form of sexual harassment oh yeah oh yeah he he got he was also accused um and no question And an update, um, and I wish I would have known we'd have got here. I can't imagine how I didn't believe we was going to get here. But they did hire a woman in his place.
2: Yeah, her name is Julie Donaldson. She works for uh, NBC Sports Washington, which used to be Comcast Sportsnet and everything. Yeah, yeah, congrats. Now, I don't know if she's going to be the play-by-play woman. Because I kept hearing different conflicting things. Like, she's the VP of media and content And she's going to do play by play. I don't know if she's just going to do play by play while being VP or she's going to be VP and hire somebody to do the play by play. But if she was to do the play by play, that would be dope.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, First female to be a play by play radio um, person for an NFL franchise. That certainly would be set. Right. So, okay. So that would be setting a tolerant mark of history in itself. So shout out to her, you know, for copping that gig. But I just want to read off a couple other names, man. Uh Richard Mann Jr., who was assistant director mm-hmm. of Pro Personnel, yeah. who was involved with other women and text messages. And yes, I think this article showcased the snapshots of those text messages that were flying through and just you know kind of give an example some of it was talking about grabbing your butt um you know some words were said um you know as far as um um some someone's you know getting a breast you know a breast job or something like Uh. that um that you know that kind of a thing and then uh you got this kid um dennis green who was a former president of business operations um he was a guy that told women that hey you can wear low cut blouses tight skirts you could do all this thing and he was also involved a couple of years ago with that cheerleading situation when they went to costa rica overseas yeah and they had to the photo shoot and it was basically pimping the cheerleaders bro i mean basically i mean and, and, you know <laughs> we talked
1: about it and we talked about it when it went yeah when, yeah and, and also yeah, yeah. Uh, and i don't want to leave out that this dude's name was being implicated with uh the whole jeffrey epstein thing um oh yes this yeah, has yes. this has gotten Ab- absolutely. filthy this has gotten absolutely filthy oh, it was messy And um, I can't see no other way than uh, him being asked to to sell this team. I can't see it no other way.
2: When you think about it, right, so Bounty Gate happened with the Saints. They suspended the GM, Sean Payton, got a suspension. A few other players got suspended. Um, This is so much worse than Bounty Gate now I don't know how other people feel
1: I relate this to the Carolina Panthers situation
2: yeah there you go yeah me too I I relate that to that and if they was able to and they really didn't get Jerry Richardson up out of there he was kind of. well I guess you could say they did I mean he was forced to put the team up for sale so I I, I guess you could say they did kind of you know force his hand to sell the team but I would have more so enjoyed that he received some kind of punishment for everything that went on with the carolina panther organization instead of cashing out um well, unfortunately with this that's just gonna have that's but, just
1: gonna happen though they go he's gonna cash out that that's he's gonna yeah. cash out that that's just what's gonna happen but uh sure sure you you ain't gonna make no more money you shouldn't be making no money no more money as a redskin uh owner of the redskins sure. or whatever their, their future name is going to be Um, you're done, son. Yeah. You, you need to be done. Um, this is crazy. Like what, what, and I hate this. I hate to be that guy, but what a way to totally rinse clean of DC football, than a new name, possibly a new owner, a new, uh, I mean, like a fresh breath of uh, a fresh breath of, you know, I guess air, Mm -hmm. like uh, everything, man. Did you also, yep. um, amongst all of this, did you hear the story that leaked out that DJ Swearinger put out? Uh,
2: Yeah, there were some text messages. I, I saw a, a snapshot of a text chain between him and Jay Gruden Yay. where it looked like they was about to like, fight or something. Like they, they was, was about to shoot the file. Jay
1: Gruden text, they lost. Um, essentially what happened is they got blown out. Um, I, I want to say it was by the Giants that year. Um, okay. And uh, they asked DJ Swearinger in the post game, you know what happened, and he basically yeah. threw the defensive coordinator under the bus, like you know we wasn't we wasn't executing, we wasn't getting the proper play calls, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Later on that night, Jay Gruden is texting texting uh, DJ Swearinger like yeah, and, like I, like I, we need I need to pull up, like shorts, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then. It's no coincidence that two weeks later, because this was a December game, two weeks later, he was cut,
0: yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: so so I mean, you're not about to tell me that this, you're not in my mind, you're not about to tell me it didn't happen,
2: oh, I think everything's legit, yeah, the text messages, the story, how he got cut i, I think everything one hundred percent is legit Where's about that situation. At? uh he hiding because yeah. he don't want no smoke man
1: i'm telling he hi- you
2: so speaking of jay gruden right i'm I'm gonna pull this up also because prior to that article posting on friday there was a whole lot of twitter speculation about what this article was going to detail. um some people thought that this story about the 15 women and the allegations um in, in comparison to what people thought was pretty soft so there was a story right about um this running back capri bibbs right um him and jay gruden they were at one point sleeping with the same woman um this is from this is from someone on twitter i i took a snapshot of it okay uh source source also stated that jay gruden and former running back capri bibbs were at one time sleeping with the same woman Gruden found out, got angry, and benched Bibbs. The next game, Bibbs' replacement missed a key block, and that resulted in quarterback Alex Smith suffering a broken leg, and what? then he had the seventeen surgeries, and you know, that that's what, you know, kinda happened there. Well, first of all, I don't even remember, remember Capri Bibbs. Bibbs, exactly as as a running back first of all man
1: I would, um, we, we need to communicate better during the week because i need to find i, I don't recall a, I've, i don't recall that name of capri bibbs
2: right and i, and I didn't bother to kind of dig deeper into that because it wasn't in the article yeah. i just wanted to run with the article but this was just some of the stuff that um was rumored to come out of it um the other rumors before the post uh, Dan Snyder abuses both alcohol and drugs. That was one. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Even that though he was made, even though he
1: made, but th- th- at that point, it's like all right, let's pour it on now.
2: Right. Right. Um, Snyder and Gruden allegedly had sex parties with drug usage. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we know about the cheerleaders and the passports. Uh-huh. I brought that up. Yeah. You know when that first happened, and 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 and, and I think the more. Ridiculous thing about everything is that the Redskins, or the I'm sorry, the the Washington Football Club, or team, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I'm calling them the Redskins um, until they change the name. I'm, I'm sorry. I, they they hired an in-house lawyer to investigate all the situations, the sexual harassment, and any other. Um, any other situations that have, you know, impacted the team negatively. I personally believe that that's a conflict of interest when you hire someone within to do an investigation on you. And more than I, that is a cop. I think it's even I think it's even worse that the NFL is sitting back and just kind of letting this thing, you know, run its course. I believe if you're the NFL, you got to hire a team outside of that organization to come in, you know, someone who's never seen the situation, someone who doesn't know the personnel of the Redskins to come in, look at this thing from an objective view, do the investigation. And if they find something, then they got to get smoked. They got to get people up out of there. They got to get the owner up out of there. If they don't find anything, then fine.
1: But, but let's be clear. They got to get about it because we know what's going on.
2: Oh, of course. Of course. the, The question The question's going to be are, number one, are these other billionaire owners going to come together collectively and brush this thing off like, oh, you know, it's just Dan Snyder. It's just Dan being Dan. It's no big deal. Or are billionaires going to be forced? And I'm I'm, going to give you a perfect example, Maestro. I just read a couple of days ago that New Era, who is the... um, The company that uh, does all the caps Mm -hmm. and stuff new era they're based out they're based out of buffalo new york you know new era field was the buffalo bills stadium they had the naming rights
1: yeah
2: um though they came to an agreement with the bills that they wanted out of the naming rights of the stadium um now i don't know why i don't know what the reasoning for that particular situation was but i could imagine and we saw FedEx do this, you know, with the Redskins, you know, to force, the name change for the team. What if companies like and I'll just I'll just give some examples. What if MetLife came out and told the Giants and Jets, yo, until you force this guy, Dan Snyder out of the NFL, we're going to pull our naming rights. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're Lincoln Financial, hey, Eagles, we're going to we're going to pull out of these naming rights. If you're the Ravens or M&T Bank, hey. We're going to we're going to take our naming rights and other companies who have naming rights to these stadiums across the league. They come together collectively and say, hey, we we don't like the business that Dan Snyder's, you know, pulling within the league. If you guys don't do something about getting this owner up out of here, we're going to pull our naming rights from your stadiums. Hmm.
1: Yeah, but all does... it takes
2: is one. But does all it that, takes is one. But
1: does it work like that? As far as, is is that how it worked in the, um, when Jerry Richardson sold was forced to sell his team? They voted, and he was forced to sell his team. I remember yeah, that I, happening. I, I remember it happening like that for Donald Sterling. I remember it happening yes, like that.
2: It, it did, did happen like that. Okay. But Donald, for Donald Sterling, I'm saying I remember that. Right. But I don't remember far how as, it
1: happened for Jerry Richardson,
2: yeah, I I don't remember how it happened for Jerry Richardson. Again, it. It seemed to me like Richardson was sort of halfway out the door because, because he was, was, you know, coming. trying to sell the team and then he knew what was coming down the pike. Right. Dan Snyder. He hit. to me seemed like he don't want to go nowhere. Right. Yeah. He, he don't want to go nowhere. You know, despite the you know, the apology, which was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um in you, know, in you know, in my opinion, I don't know how you feel, but the, the, apologies the apology. But I, I,
1: I will, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't see the apology. But i But I'd be lying to you if I said I was interested. I don't want to see no apology from from Dan Snyder. I want to see him sell the team.
2: Yeah. Well, he he basically disregarded the 15 women. No no acknowledgement of the 15 women who felt like they were sexually assaulted or were sexually assaulted during their time being employed by his team. So, you know, all, all that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, we're looking to build a brand new brand and all that stuff. I, I don't want to hear that unless you've got something to say to these women. Yeah. Um, but 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 kind of getting back to can these billionaires force Dan Snyder out? Um, I, here, here's what I think. And I'm, I'm just kind of this is sort of me kind of putting some hope together, because here's here's what I would like to see happen. So the billionaires force them out whether it be their sponsors are forcing them to do it or whether the billionaires come together collectively and force Dan Snyder out I would like to like to know and you you the DC rep here I would like to know who's the most powerful in terms of finances who's the most powerful black or African American individual in DC or, oh, or in, in the DC area. That's a great because question. I I would like to see black ownership of this football team. If it comes down to Dan Snyder getting pushed out, if the NFL is serious about Black Lives Matter and they all about the movement and you know they're doing things differently, regardless of how we feel is genuine or not genuine they need to put black ownership with this with this franchise if well, if if they force Dan Snyder out
1: yeah um you can still hear me right yep mackay I, I was i was i was i had to readjust the mic um um i don't know i don't know who that guy is who that black guy is but um i mean obviously but see Obviously one is not about who that one guy is It's about the group of people that they could put, you know, that they could put sure. together. So, of course, um, but we would need a, a, uh, I guess a face, a leading face to do it. Um, of and course. I don't, and I don't know the answer to your question. I don't know who that guy would be. Um, I'm with you a hundred percent as far as we, we want black, black ownership, but, um, one, they'd have, we'd have to be in position and two, they'd be, have to be willing to put us in position. Um, uh, this is true I, I, i'll quit i'll segue real quick and b- yeah. and come back to it shout out to kg who's um trying to put something together and um by the timberwolves so uh um, that's been
2: happening for a while now okay he, he's been I, I yeah just
1: saw that today but oh, okay um, but, okay yeah. shout out that's to him up. but getting mm-hmm. back to the uh getting back to uh yeah it's got to be some it, it, i don't know who that guy would be i just i just don't know i just don't know
2: yeah, and you're right, Maestro. It, it's not only going to take just one guy because like what you're seeing with the sale of the New York Mets, like what you're seeing with the J-Lo and A-Rod group of investors, you're seeing current athletes kind of pitching in to help put together a nice package of sale to buy the New York Mets. So in this case of the Redskins, something similar like that would have to happen. There would have to be a face behind that and there would also have to be individual people to kind of help pitch in on the investment for the team.
1: Right. Right, and and, agree with and, you there. and who those guys are, I don't know. I mean, uh, Bradley Bill is, um you know, a part of that investment group is um for the Mets. But, um, we know yep. that to be true, but I don't, you know, as far as anybody, I mean, you know, out if Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill came up on a lot of money recently. John Wall got a mm. lot of money um i would love for john wall to uh put his bid in uh kevin durant who is a uh redskins fan i, I yeah. would love to see kevin durant try to put his bid in um i don't think wale has quite that kind of money but i don't know um
2: yeah i'm like yeah like like the dc, the DC celebrities like yeah. you know what i'm saying like I'm 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 thinking about somebody like and and this is probably off the wall because I don't I don't know if these females are I don't, yeah I don't know football band- fans but yeah. Regina Hall and Taraji right. P Henson yeah, they're see, DC natives did
1: yeah I don't know if they have money like that though I, and I right don't know, and let's be clear I don't know
2: right and 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 I've I've never known them to wear Redskins on their sleeve you know the way they put you know the way they rep DC on their sleeve yeah. if you get what I'm saying yeah you know what I mean so it's like man like you know DC. You know, Chocolate City, like, I'm thinking, like, damn, like, there's got to be, you know, some brothers out here or some sisters out here, you know, with some guap that, you know what I mean, could, you know, start a an investment group or something or, or somebody.
1: I don't know, man. I I, I had to think about it, but I agree, man. I hope that um I hope we can get a black investment group involved um to help, you know, to bid for this team. But if, but obviously we got to get to the first step of uh having dan snyder sell the team this would be this would be yep. an amazing thing if he was able to if if he was forced out and, and you know hey look bro we can't we can't take the money you've earned so let's be clear we can't take
2: that Yep. Um, yeah but, but so predictions so so prediction what, what do you think happens ultimately with the redskins in think, terms of ownership and i
1: think this is the climate where it, where it happens man i think he's out of here this is right okay. now. is the time. This this is the climate where uh, we we getting our shit off as as not only as black people but as um, you mm-hmm. know with with everything that's going on with the Jewish community. I mean, uh, right? You know, this is the time where if you got an issue, you can get that issue off and and, and, and see mm-hmm. some results um, with a faster turnaround than maybe ever.
2: Right. Right.
1: Um, Here i like to think he's
2: out of here. Here, Here's why I don't believe he's up out of there. And if you're asking me, do I want Dan Snyder out? Yes. I, I want Dan Snyder out as owner. I, I want somebody to come in, black, African-American, you know, minority to come in and take ownership with his football team. And, you know, I'm not a Redskins fan, but... I, I would love to see that just for the culture. Here's why I don't think it's gonna happen though. Like I said already, they got an in-house lawyer group doing an investigation, and the NFL is just kind of sitting back like, ah, uh, okay, yeah, let them deal with it. And once they figure it out, you know, we'll you know we'll just make moves from that point. Yeah, you got that, you know, and then you got owners that really haven't, you know, come out. Not that there's really something to say by them, but. The rest of the owners have sort of been quiet, you know, on this issue.
1: I mean, but who would you really expect to say anything about it?
2: Right. And that's why I threw that disclaimer out there. is yeah. it's not that they would have something to say, but I think the fact that other ownership is quiet, the NFL is taking a step back and letting the Redskins and their in-house lawyers deal with the investigation. I, I, I just don't see it happening. And, and as I said earlier, I think the way that he gets out is if billionaires force him out and if billionaires don't do it themselves, then their partners, sponsorships, uh, companies who own naming rights to their stadiums. I think those entities come forward and start to put some pressure on these billionaires, because like you said, like you said earlier, this is the climate. And if there is a better time than now to speak your piece and stand up for what's right these it's it's time for these companies to put up or shut up and you know generate some change that's the only way i could i i that's the only way i see that happening
1: yeah i agree i agree um i, I agree um even though i think it's gonna happen and i don't but i i understand the the reason for uh not believing is not not believing is going to happen. I, I totally I agree with you in your in your points.
2: Um, yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful though.
1: Um, I'm going I'm going to be a little bit uh, biased or or, or or a little bit more hopeful, I guess. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to speak it, man. Um, he's out of here.
2: Okay. You okay. Know, I hope I hope you're right. <laughs> so do I,
1: brother. So do I. I
2: hope um, you're right, man. Let
1: mate. me say what's up to Jordan Rosario. Keeping it 100. What up? Um, what's going on? Big Kev three? A1 Day 1, what's going on with you? Um, it's good. It's Big good. Kev says that the guy, the Bibbs guy, went to Colorado State. I still have never heard of him. and now I
2: still uh, never heard of him yeah, like, in the NFL. That's yes, the thing. I
1: don't recall him. I don't ever recall him being on the Redskins. Um, and, you know, and then, and then for the story about him missing the block that got Alex Smith injured, that's crazy. Like, that is, yeah that that yeah. that that is mind blowing to me actually that
2: um that I'm about happened. to pull up that box score yeah. I'm about to pull up box score and
1: for then, real yeah and I'm like I'm I'm legit like you know like I'm about to go to work tomorrow because you know all we do is argue about football and my job anyway um, right and like yo do you know who this guy is because I knew I did not know about him I mm-hmm. didn't know about him at all and then and you know uh, oh, Redskins you y'all, y'all y'all are a nasty establishment.
0: Yeah, it's, nasty it's, establishment. it's it's it's, it's mad no messy.
1: Nate, it is time for a shift. It is time for a destroy and rebuild, starting with the owner, and then following with following the owner, the name, Well it'll probably be the name first, then the owner. But
0: mm-hmm. because
1: we are hey. two less than two months away for the uh, and shit, really uh, a month away for if we do anything as far. As, did they cancel preseason officially yet?
2: Not officially, but I think they they canceled the uh, what's the name the uh, Hall of Fame game for certain. I I I think they went from four to two preseason games. So right now, what's on the table is two preseason games, and then the regular season starts.
1: I would have to imagine that the Redskins don't have a lot of time to figure this out because they can't sell jerseys until they figure it out. Apparently.
2: Yeah, and and then, you know, you brought up the name change thing, and that's still kind of, you know, hovering out there because the dudes got trademarks of the possible names that they could be using, and that hasn't even gotten any traction yet because of what's going on with the allegations, all the changes in personnel, and all that stuff. So they don't have much time to, so you know, re- get so straight.
1: The, so the Red Tails, um, the Red Tails... It has been trademarked by that same guy. Yes.
2: Yes. Hmm. Just
1: genius. pay the man. Son of a bitch. You a genius. That dude is a just, genius. Just just pay the man. That dude is a freaking genius. Word. word. Um, Jordan Rosario word. says the NFL offered the NFLPA to have the ability to have zero preseason games. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. So that's on the table, I guess. They got to, you know, decide what they're going to do from that point on. And, and see what happens from there. I, me personally, I think you just don't have preseason. I think you just go right into the regular season. Yeah,
1: and I get that that's going to be tough for his cut as far as cuts and all that. But yep.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everything would... everything is unusual. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Hey, Maestro, before you go, I, I just wanted to read uh, a post from Jordan Rosario here in the chat, and I think he makes a good point here. He says, "Who's to know how far this goes?" washington got caught are there any other teams doing this and so in response yes. to that in response to that yes for those for those teams out there that are do, doing similar things this is a wake this is a wake-up call for y'all niggas y'all, y'all better clean house right now because if y'all local newspapers or national media gets a hold of this thing then it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be more messy than what it is. Yeah, so, but,
1: but to answer your question, yes, there are other teams. Oh, doing this. absolutely. I believe that. 100%, no, no question. I believe that one hundred percent. Yeah. No teams, question. Yeah, other teams doing it, but those those women are signing the NDAs and sticking to it. There's only one that came out with in Washington. Right. Only one right. came out. That's and that's all you need. Um, for, uh not. Unfortunately, fortunately, mm-hmm. that's all you need.
2: Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah.
1: Um, so keeping in with keeping in with uh, the preseason games and all that, um, the ninety it, it, let me let me let me get the number right. I want to say it's ninety five. Ninety five players in the NFL mm-hmm. so far have tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, mm. If I'm not mistaken, Trey, there is five hundred players in the league. If I'm not, and it's mistaken.
2: funny because that. It, 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 it and it's funny because i i get the sense that that number is too low but okay, you, you maybe, could very well maybe, be right maybe. You, maybe. you could very well be right about that um nah yeah, that's, that, that's number, got that's got to be more that's that, got to be more
1: yeah you're right man i'm doing a so
2: let's say head. so 50 53, like 53 men 19, roster 32. that's 1600 almost 1700 players oh, Yeah, okay i'm way off
1: I, okay well, okay yeah. i was
2: like 500 man that seems low yeah, but go God. ahead
1: but the point is, is that's too many motherfuckers with covid19 <laughs> that's the point that's mm-hmm. what i'm getting at that is what mm-hmm. i'm getting at that's too much um play and, and with players already holding their little private workouts and we don't know if they necessarily doing all the protocol and mm-hmm. it, it, this is this is this is crazy
2: it is it is uh Um, I think what's even crazier is that you saw all the quarterbacks and all the top stars in the league go off on Twitter about safety protocols and how teams are going to handle when players come into the training camp temperature checks, um, certain kind of social distancing practices, things like that haven't really been documented with these teams yep. and they've had the most time to really Prepare put all this. this together yeah and you know it, 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 and it, it speaks to the nfl's arrogancy in in my opinion it, it speaks to the fact that the nfl is king we understand that
1: but, but they when
2: king. it comes to situ, they know they're king right they know they're king and whenever they get an opportunity, they're gonna flex their muscle to prove that they're king. And I feel like that's what's happening here with the situation.
1: It's nuts, man. It's nuts, and they got every right to come out and and say what they're gonna say and say what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Russell Wilson speaking about it, his pregnant wife, and uh, like it, 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 it's crazy, man. Michael Thomas, come, you know, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, they all coming yep.
2: out demarcus yeah,
1: lawrence yep yeah this this i'll say it again i'll say it again shut it
2: down we
1: don't need to be it's not time it's shut not it down time. it's not time you're asking for us to all get sick and die that's what you're asking for for some shit yeah. that, that the government is putting in the air this shit is crazy it's craziness yeah i'm gonna it's
2: i'm gonna craziness. quote I'm going to quote this one governor. I think he's the governor of Missouri, and I saw this on Twitter the other night. And he said this in regards to the schools, because all these counties are now coming out with they're going to go to online learning for the first semester. And then after Christmas, after New Year, they're going to kind of go from there and see how the climate is. So this governor gets on and he says, this is what's going to happen. Kids are going to go to school. They're going to catch the virus, and they're not going to go to hospitals. They're going to go right home, and they're going to deal with it. Hmm. Hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh, really? Okay, really? Huh? Really? Okay." (laughs) Uh I I don't see many votes for your ass, but. But man,
1: and and, you know, and to segue in the segue tray. Man, they mm-hmm. they talking. They talk. They they don't have a backup plan for you know what we going an contingency plan for all this pandemic, this COVID nineteen stuff. But they want mm-hmm. to they want to announce yesterday that players are allowed to wear decals and, honor, you know, to uh, protest peacefully. Black people. Lives Matter. Yeah, yep. yeah police brutality. Mm-hmm. And sister, like, all right, yeah, go out here, come out here, get sick and die. But while you're doing it, we'll let you rep. We'll let you rep your cause. Like
2: they—they <laughs> they, they late to the party. I mean, it's, it's,
1: I mean, well, well, uh, when it,
2: when it comes to that.
1: Look again. I am I am big on gestures, Trey. I'm big on them. I don't have a problem with gestures. It's just that these gestures mm-hmm. look funny in the light when y'all haven't even figured out what y'all gonna do when 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 people start to get sick. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear: when people yep. start to get sick, y'all haven't came up yep, with cause they nothing. Because they're gonna get sick. But but y'all like y'all can announce that. Like I'm sorry, I don't want to. I don't even really want to hear no announcements about what we allowed to wear. I would have much rather week one seeing them wearing it, and that be it. You ain't got to make no announcement for that. You ain't even figured out what y'all gonna do when these people get sick. Like what? A, I don't want to hear nothing about none of that. I don't want to hear about but, your gestures right now. Even though I'm happy that you're allowing them to, uh, you know, to do that. I don't. Like, yeah. nigga, that is that is the furthest from my mind right now is what they're going to be, what decals they're going to be wearing on their helmet. And they sitting here telling y'all that we don't want to come out here and get sick.
2: The NFL is the suspect behind COVID-19. And I'm, I'm I'm just in my head just kind of going through a conspiracy theory moment like all this is going to go away. COVID-19 is going to be no more. The coronavirus will be it'll be wiped out before Labor Day and ooh, we get our NFL back. Like
1: <laughs> man, I don't I don't even, like I don't, <laughs> even, I, don't even, I, I don't believe that. I think they're going to keep on spreading that virus out in the air and and you and this and it's going to and we just going to Deal with it as it happens. When, when God forbid, you know, when when players get sick, I don't want to say no names because that's crazy. But when mm-hmm. players start to get sick, they just gonna be like, mm-hmm. oh, "All right, let's quarantine. Yeah. Y'all niggas keep when, on playing."
2: When Patrick Mahomes, God forbid, gets the coronavirus, the league gonna shut down. <laughs> or, or right, Lamar right. Jackson. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. You think don't
1: think so. so? I don't think so. I think they are gonna keep wouldn't, on playing. They gonna wouldn't surprise them. me. They're going to put him in a bubble, sit him down for two weeks, treat it like it like it was a regular football injury, and when he's ready to come back, he come back.
2: Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me one yeah, bit.
1: I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I don't think so it, at all. It,
2: it, it would be a bad look for the NFL, but it, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: I think, I think that the contingency plan for the NFL is to keep playing until they can't
2: play no more. Keep playing, yep, until everybody pass out yeah. on the field.
1: Um, I know that Lincoln Financial saying they're not allowing fans to come to the stadium.
2: Um, That's uh, more the state of Pennsylvania announcing okay,
1: that. Okay, okay.
2: So that includes Time Field, um, the Steelers Stadium. Yeah. That includes that too. Right. Um, New Jersey announced the same thing. So MetLife Stadium will not have fans, you know, coming to Jets and Giants games. Okay. Right. So, um. Maryland, the Maryland governor hasn't come out and spoken on anything in regards to the Ravens and the Redskins just yet, as far as like team capacity. All I know is is that the Ravens emailed the fans and said that they're only allowing 15,000 fans in a stadium. Okay. And that could change, see, that you know pending right. what the governor you know announces at some point. so mm-hmm. um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But okay. you're going to start to see this across the country. Like, I think California is starting to get to the point where they're not going to allow fans to go to Rams games or Charger games or, or Niners. I, I forgot about uh, them. They, they they might not allow these stadiums to be, you know, have any fans in it. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens Did there. See the you um, the bubble court in Orlando? I didn't see the bubble court. The, the only pictures that I saw, like these basketball courts are in like a ballroom and like yeah. they're like next to each other or something like that. Um, I didn't see that. I saw a,
1: uh, what I saw was just a picture, uh, a picture, uh, or, or video rather of mm-hmm. the, uh, stadium where, you know, it had the black lives matter over the NBA logo. It was a real closed. Yeah. It was, you know, obviously there's no fans there, but it was a real closed looking stadium. Um, you know, the, mm. the scores table, the bench, the court, you know, it was, it man, it, it really, it really kind of put it in perspective. I saw it on Bleach Report. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. get a chance, check out Bleach Report and take a look at what the uh, what the courts look like. Um, right. And, and the bubble barbershop, which people are uh, on social media are loving. Did you see the barbershop?
2: Right. I did not see the barbershop, but I did hear about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this they said that Orlando, Florida, is starting to look like uh, two uh, NBA, two K, my story map. <laughs> yeah. So but the court that's, that's did cool. i mean the court did i mean it, it did it it looks it looks good seeing black lives matter over the logo that that's 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 all i wanted to say it, it did look good
2: all right that, all that's right. that's tight that's yeah. that's dope
1: yeah
2: um that's Oh hey oh uh, go ahead,
1: i'm sorry uh derrick henry no i just wanted to give a. Sh- oh my fault go ahead
2: no i i just wanted to give uh chief rocker jersey Vernon a shout what's out what's in the player? chat there real quick what's so. happening
1: um yeah, Derrick Henry uh signs an extension four years, 50 million dollars uh with the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans. Um cool. You know, 50 million dollars is not a lot
2: You know, I mean, <laughs> hold we're... on. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Uh I'm 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 glad we're talking about this, right? So mm-hmm. when we had when we when we talked about the Titans giving Tannehill that contract, the 118 million dollar contract. And you and I agreed that Derrick Henry should have been taken care of first before Ryan Tannehill got taken care of. Mm-hmm. We, we we both agreed there. Facts. Um and you also brought up a point that what if they go into the season, Tannehill's got this contract, Derrick Henry's on the tag, and what if Derrick Henry decided, you know what? I'm 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 not gonna, you know, cover this block I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hit the hole as hard as, you know, I, I normally do because these niggas is messing with my money. Not not. He got his money now. Derrick Henry got his. He got his money now. Derrick Henry's not going to just not decide to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry is going to play like he's the best running back in the league like he did last year. So with that being said, the Titans are going to the playoffs. Titans start, are going to the playoffs. Titan, Titans are going to the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to win the division, but they're going to the playoffs.
1: Okay. Um, I, I think the only – is he the best back in the league? Let me, no, Well, let, let me make this more specific. Is he better than Christian McCaffrey?
2: Is he better than Christian McCaffrey? <sighs> oh, you put me into a tight spot because oh, the, 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 the first thing I'm going to say is, is that they're two totally different backs, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. One, well, one well, guy Well, well
1: let, me, let me let me let me let me phrase it differently then. Okay. Who who, who has who adds more value to
2: their team? Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Adds okay. more, Christian McCaffrey adds more value to the team. And that's Derrick, not
1: even though and Derrick Henry ran the Titans. Let's be clear, the Titans are a trash team without Derrick Henry.
2: Yeah, and and, and 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 that's what I was about to say. It's not for me to say that Derrick Henry isn't that less valuable than christian mccaffrey because derrick henry took the team on his back and rode him to the playoffs all the way to the title game so i'm I'm just not going to discredit what you know derrick henry's done for the team he is the best offensive weapon on the titans
1: he's the best player on the titans
2: there's no yes yes but particularly on offense he's he's the guy he's the guy sure Ryan Tannehill averaged nine point something yards per uh, per throw. No question about it. Derrick Henry got a lot to do with that. The way the way teams, you know, stack the box for Derrick Henry. That's that's how Tannehill, you know, gets his yards off. That's how he you know, was able to be successful last year. And as far as I'm and as far as I'm concerned, Ryan Tannehill's year last year which i think consisted of like 10 12 games including the postseason it's an anomaly until he shows me he can back that up yeah I'm this come season, 100 percent. so 100
1: but that's, but getting to the go ahead and I'm I'm i'll say that's why i feel like um look man if, if christian mccaffrey can get 16 he mm-hmm. derrick henry gotta be in that derrick henry should have been in that ballpark and that's why derrick henry should have got his money first um mm-hmm. Yep. Tannehill mm-hmm. is is who's who's uh, I guess Teddy Bridgewater is their quarterback in Carolina now but, yes, um, yes. But, but 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 hey man he better be better he better be making Bridgewater look like the best quarterback in the league that's what I'll say because uh, Derrick Henry Derrick Henry had people saying for a second that Ryan Tannehill was a, a you know top half type guy during last year's season because of Derrick Henry's production I want to make that clear And no, he's not a top half guy, but his statistics
2: had him looking like that because of Derrick Henry. He balled. And I I give Tannehill credit. He he came into a situation where he started on the bench. Mariota got put on the bench. He comes in and the dude's throwing a ball. Like we ain't never seen him throw the ball before. Well, I don't
1: even want to say. But see, that's the thing, Trey. And, and I and I get all oh, we have this. All we have is our eyes to see it. I don't believe uh, Tannehill came to Tennessee and got better. I can't. I believe Tannehill came to Tennessee and didn't f it up. I don't know why all of a sudden I said f it up.
2: Um. Uh,
1: um. But well, yes
2: and no. Yeah. Yes cause, and no.
1: Because I say this. Because yes. I will say uh-huh. this. Um, mm-hmm. I re- and I always reflect to this. I always reflect to this preseason game when the Titans played the Steelers, and and I left that game thinking, "Damn, Tannehill is going to take this job from Mariota." I said that in the preseason, so uh-huh. so I I'll give him that, but he didn't look crazy. Like he didn't. He just didn't look so crazy. Um, and and I get that he's won. Uh, you know, in the regular season last year, he won some games. Um, that we. We wouldn't see he would have seen he, him. He threw the saw ball. him win those
2: games in Miami. He threw the he threw the ball, bruh. Like I remember uh, it was a game against the Raiders. He threw the he threw the ball down the field, bro. Like, like I'm not I'm not just saying it's because the numbers are there. The numbers are there, plus when you watch the games, he was throwing the ball down he the field.
1: Really, but yeah, and I'm not saying he didn't pull the playoffs. I'm saying that we
2: don't believe him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, of course. I, I don't of believe course. that. I don't believe and, and, that. Of course and and again this is an anomaly year until he proves to me this coming season he can duplicate that or be a little better than what he so you I'm know not, so, so
1: and that, and that's why I'm not getting ready to say you that's why I'm going to still I'm still going to lean towards this is Derrick Henry um he should have been paid I don't think that I I don't believe that Tannehill's uh pro, or improvement was so much I think it was more based on the offense, how the offense was being run, than him actually improving.
2: It's the offense for certain, and when you look at the Miami roster, they won the Derrick Henry that the sure. Dolphins had. Sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, no, no disrespect to Kenyon Drake no, and those no, guys, no, but
1: I don't think Kenyon
2: Drake would say that as disrespect. But they ain't no Derrick Henrys in Miami while he was there. So, so look, I I I, I give the Titans props for. Not putting them on the tag. It was it was close to the deadline. Yeah, they you know it was close to the deadline. They got it done, and now there's no there's no questions about is Derrick Henry going to take games off? Derrick Henry is going to play football now. So with that being said, I I I, I got him in the playoffs, yeah. and I understand. I, I understand losing the left tackle. I believe because I, I know you were pretty big about them yeah. losing one of those offensive oh, lines yeah. yeah they they replaced him with with a guy that got from the draft i think that was their first pick so they got a young boy in there probably gonna take some growing pains but hey you know what i'm saying they they replaced what they needed to replace there um they lose tajay sharp to free agency but uh, yeah, i'm not concerned I about think, any of those receivers i think i, I that guy is replaceable like um, every
1: one of those receivers are replaceable. And the only guy you wouldn't really replace is the guy that just A.J. Brown. Yeah, yeah, you're not replacing him. Not not right now. No, anyway. no, no. No, you you shouldn't replace him, but he's replaceable at this stage of his career. You just wouldn't do it because he's young. <sighs> okay. Yeah, he's replaceable. I, 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 none of those no, receivers. I, I,
2: I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, none I hear of what those receivers saying. make you feel like, oh, he's that, that dude. Well, I think with AJ Brown, I think there's room for Yeah, yeah th- there, there's room for that, which is also a reason why I I, I shouldn't label him as replaceable. I want to see a second year out of this guy, possibly a third, and then I'll, you know decide okay, this guy's replaceable, well, or yeah, you know this guy th- cut my out. My thinking the- is, is uh,
1: until you prove you're replaceable, you're replaceable. All right. Yeah, that that's just where I'm at with it. But uh, yeah, none. Yeah, but uh, none of those Titans receivers, you know, they make they they don't make me feel like oh, alright. yeah. So you know, all but, they'll play,
2: but they'll play. But they'll 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 play good because Derrick Henry's there.
1: Um, I mean, what what do you? I'm not I'm not
2: I'm not trying to I'm not trying to talk them up like they're you know top five receivers. I'm just saying that top fifteen. I'm just saying that. Those guys played well last year because of Derrick Henry. Would you so say now in the
1: top fifteen receiving core
2: last year, a top fifteen receiving core. Yeah. Um. No, but okay. I would put them at sixteen.
1: Okay.
2: I, I would put them at sixteen. Not not far out of that top fifteen.
1: Yeah.
2: You know. And again, and again, they played well. They played well last year, but they played well because Derrick Henry is, you know, the, the offense. Runs through Derrick Henry, and, nobody, and the offense again is going to run through Derrick Henry again. Nobody believes him. Of course, of course yeah. not. And we'll and, and we'll and we'll see what AJ Brown can do in his second year. We'll see if he has another repertoire. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see if he can you know add to his game. Level, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Do, do the Titans make the playoffs in your mind after um, the you know signing them? I mean, I I don't know. Let
1: me say that. Um, I mean. Do they have a shot? Absolutely. Of course they have a shot. They was in the conference championship last year, and not that much has changed. They definitely had some overhaul, but um, not that much has changed. Um, Yeah,
2: they lost a couple guys on defense, too. Yeah, they lost a couple
1: guys, yeah, but I think they'll be be fine as far as their probability to go, yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, when you look at the division, um, and I'll be honest with you, the Colts don't scare me one bit. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Uh I think Phillip Rivers is is done. I, I really don't see I think he'll be better
1: than he was last year, but he, he's not going I don't think he's gonna change the dynamic of the Colts. Right. I mean, I yeah, think they were better off with Brissett. If you if you ask me to keep it a buck, they were better off with Brissett.
2: Yeah, right. I mean Jacksonville is rebuilding. I don't expect them to be any good. And then I think the big question mark is does DeAndre Hopkins make that big of a difference with the texans with him not being there yeah that that's that's a big question mark
1: or how good or how good is the sean ross and for real right i I, I believe he's the truth i
2: i I believe he's the truth also i i really believe that he's going to overcome it it's just a question of will they (laughs) yeah yeah so
1: um ab announces his retirement again (laughs) <laughs> he said it's official. The risk officially outweighs the reward with all this uh, COVID nineteen mm. going on, and mm-hmm. he's done.
2: Um, he's gonna play for somebody else. You think so? I, I, I really, yeah, I, oh, I truly believe in my mind he's gonna end up being on somebody's roster.
1: Me too. Me
2: too. I, 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 I don't buy that he's just completely done. I understand he's got some you know, some things to kind of iron out on his end. But the fact that you got rumors about the Ravens talking about bringing you in, the Seahawks talking about bringing you in, you know, to camp for a tryout. But well, we
1: know what the rumor's about. I mean, let's be clear. This sure. guy retired or, or was cut as mm-hmm. one of the best receivers in the game at yep. that time when he was, right. you know, released or the, oh, um, cut. So, right. um, I, look. I don't know what there is to iron now, but outside of the fact that he got some some personality issues, mm-hmm. if somebody is willing to put him on the team, and especially with people like I said, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned, people are going to be getting sick. And so, right. as these receivers or players that, or if it happens at the receiver position and somebody needs depth, you're talking about a guy who left, you know, two years ago as uh a year ago as one of the better as a top 3 and really one <laughs> in my book mm-hmm. uh receiver in the league so um he'll be fine he pro- he won't come back and be that same guy but he'll he'll be a, he'll be amongst the flock still
2: right right
1: so yeah.
2: y- i mean and yeah. when you count the fact that he was on the raiders roster for a minute and Dan was let go, signed to the Patriots, actually played a game, <laughs> balled out in that game, and then got cut after the fact. And then there was that rumor about him, you know, signing with the Saints, and that didn't turn out so great. So what? what what's to say that this isn't going to continue to keep happening, where teams are just going to be like, hmm, I'm going to take a look at Antonio Brown. I, I want to give Antonio Brown a tryout. I ain't going to lie it's not I gonna stop. She,
1: I wish he come back to Pittsburgh and I I know that's not probably not gonna work out and nobody's you know that's probably not gonna work out with the you know yeah. the, the burnt bridges but Cancel if can, Christmas. Yeah, if we can get over them bridges, I would I would love to um I would love to have Antonio Bragg in Pittsburgh. Like yeah, look Pittsburgh, go ahead and talk over what y'all need to talk over. If y'all need to fight about what was being mm-hmm. said, go do it and get back on that field because Ben Roethlisberger in his last 2 years and A B, pfft. that's going. That's going to put Juju back. That's going to put Juju back where he need to be. Like, come on, man. We need. We need this run, and we got the best defense in the league. I'm. I'm willing to say it. I don't care what nobody talking about. We got the best defense in the league. And um, that we'll was see. That. Hey, you. I said what I said. Hey, I said. I say
2: this. I will say this. Top three for certain. I. I. I, I will say top three for certain and that A defense three and number two was that that defense was doing some things last year and i hate the Steelers. and god but man if M- we just, Maka, just, Maka, Maka did his thing he balled the rest steve, of that defense steve they, nelson they, they, did his thing they were doing their thing bro but
1: people don't people don't people forget people forget the rule of thumb for quarterback cornerbacks if you don't hear their name that means they covering niggas up. They they shut niggas down. He was only scored on once all year last season. Steve Nelson.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we, we we knew what the problem was with the Steelers late last year. It was it was the offense. Yeah, we we knew what that was about. We'll we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: But I won't um, go, I won't go into that. But like I said, I would love to see. A, um. Uh. So obviously we got to do this. I, yeah. Obviously we got to do we got to do this question if he's officially retired, and obviously we know the answer. Um, yep. is Antonio Brown a Hall of Famer, yes, yes, and yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Now, he's gonna wait yeah, once he's definitely the first gonna ballot wait. comes out, yeah, he's, he's, not he's not gonna wait. Ballot. Yeah, he's not first ballot, but he's yep. a, he's a hall of famer. He he will eventually get there. And he's on, and and let's be clear, he's only not a first ballot because of his attitude you know his exit. I yeah, won't say the yeah. attitude. That's what I meant, exit. his exit. Yeah, that's what I meant yep. his exit. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. the only reason. Hey.
2: Um, let me just read a couple comments here And we got uh, Jelani from the Wait a Minute Show up in the chat in the What's up, man? Uh, Jordan Rosario says It's interesting the Derrick Henry quote After the signing saying My agent and I, my team, we thought We had a deal made sense as far as right now To go ahead and lock up something And get it done. Something tells me The signing has to do with the uncertainty Of COVID more than Anything. Good point Maybe Maybe it's not the desired contract maybe the 12.5 yeah. per year um is not what he wanted he most likely wanted christian mccaffrey money which was what 16, 16. per year and i would have been mad
1: i would have been mad at him getting like 15 or or even 14 five. 14 yeah. yeah yeah because because i i recognize that what christian mccaffrey is out you know catching the ball i, I recognize what he yes. is catching the ball um yes. so I I I get why he's making more money. Um and to answer your question, to answer the question that I I guess I didn't answer, you answered it. Christian McCaffrey is more valuable because he provides it on he provides it at such a high level catching and running the ball. Um yes. but if you're talking about a game changer, <laughs> um Derrick Henry is your man. And Derrick Henry, and, and, yeah. yeah. And we yeah. and you and you talked about that all last season how Christian McCaffrey gets the stats, but he, he never really had those, those games. moments. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So,
2: so. and maybe, and maybe with Bridgewater at quarterback, maybe he finds those moments because I think Bridgewater is not going to be the type of quarterback. That's going to mess a game up for you. Right. I think you, I think he'll be efficient. I think he's gonna, I, I here's his, here's how I see Bridgewater's numbers. 3,400 yards. Twenty four touchdowns, nine picks. You know, I I, yeah. I I kinda see his numbers being that. And if those are his numbers, Carolina's got a real great chance of um, you know, wild making card. a playoffs. Of a wild card, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For certain. For
1: I'm certain. You. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um so did you see this video where Tyreek Hill raced to Ter- Terrell Owens, T O? Uh
2: no. I did not see that.
1: Um, I didn't realize To was this old, but To was forty six years old, running a four four forty. Mhm. Did To
2: get there? That's crazy. To keeps himself in shape, man.
1: Nigga, I might run a six five forty. Like that's crazy. <laughs> that Bama, that Bama is that is that's that's crazy. Like I mean, and let's be clear, Tyreek Hill uh you know beat him in the race but right, right. um
2: yeah tio crazy. tio has to watch what he eats man he he he's gotta to be you know that's in shape crazy 46 4440 that, that is, nigga could that nigga could still play wide receiver in the nfl bro i
1: truly believe that i truly like i truly believe that
2: he could be somebody's number 1 I, like nah, i wouldn't i would go as far as to say he could be somebody's number
1: 1 but <laughs> Um, but yeah. could he still play? One hundred percent. Could he be? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, that youth, that youth, man. Th- mm-hmm. I, I, I believe. I, trust me, I, I'm a fan of old man strength, but I don't think that old man strength bodes well as a number one receiver. Um, right. I, 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 but I could see him giving useful uh, snap count play. You know, twenty five snaps, and and actually mm. having a a big impact for a football team.
2: Right, you see that. Who, so they did race, right? Is that they, what you say? Yeah, said? they raced, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who won? Tyreek
1: Hill. Okay. Yeah, Tyreek okay. Hill beat
2: him. I mean, yeah, that's that's Okay.
1: Be, Tyreek Hill, um, probably the fastest wide
2: receiver yeah. in the league. Fastest cat in the league. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think he's. I still don't think he's a number one receiver.
1: Neither do I. But so got Patrick but
2: Mahomes. He gets. Yeah, he he gets the job done. Yeah. So yeah. I gotta respect him in that regard. So, um. Hey, I'll I'll let you take the lead on this uh, Sage Steele story here.
1: Okay, well, look, it ain't going to take too much time, brother. Uh, So essentially, Sage Steele went to some ESPN people, some executives, and said, um, you know, I was left out of a program. I forget the name of the program. Uh, Matter Mm -hmm. of fact, let me pull up the name of the program. So to those who don't know, you will know. Let me find a story for you. It was in, I saw it on Twitter. Okay. So then, um, in late June, ESPN's aired, I'm reading off of the theoutkick.com, the article from the Outkick.com. Yeah. Um, in late June, ESPN aired a special in primetime entitled The Undefeated Presents Time for Change. We Won't Be Defeated, reflecting on the sports world after the killing of George Floyd. Um, Sage still uh told ESPN president Jimmy Pataro that she believes she was frozen out of this special by anchors L. Duncan and Michael Eaves and felt that she was reflect this was reflective of a divisive work environment. Um the ESPN execs released a statement and said, nah, we wouldn't do that. Um uh, we don't we not the litmus test to what blackness is. Um, when Michael Eaves and L. Duncan were asked all they said was is we wish we had more than one hour to talk about everything that we wanted to talk about and, that, and so that all of our uh, black uh, talent would be able to be showcased they had no turn according to the statement uh, denied that Sage Steel was uh, intentionally kept off of the show uh mm-hmm. which says to me trey i won't mm-hmm. i won't hold my opinion is that yep. uh she was held off for a reason uh she was held off intentionally that she was not black enough to have a comment on this show, which I don't know to be true, but mm-hmm. I believe to be true, and if emphatically uh, Michael Eaves or l Duncan had played a role. And keeping her off this show, because of that, they are dead fucking wrong. And I don't care what you feel about Sage Steele, Um mm-hmm. and, and obviously, I feel my way about Sage Steele. Uh, but if her skin is black, she should have a right to say whatever it is she going to say. She should at least been able to participate. Now, if she said some wild shit, and you didn't feel like what she said was, you know, good for the show... That's a whole mm-hmm. different issue, but the fact that she was excluded as a black woman is one hundred percent
2: wrong and just to kind of um pick up from what you left off as far as if she said something wild during the show, the producers have the power to cut what they want to cut from what she said and include in the documentary what she, you know she says and what they think you know flows with the program. Yeah. what works with that right mm-hmm. so um in regard to sage Steele based on just the history, right? Um, how she feels about Colin Kaepernick in that situation. Obviously, you know, she grew up a military brat. Um, so, you know, she's all about the military and all this stuff. Um, the, you know, the backlash she gave to Mike Evans for, you know, announcing black lives matter. I don't know if you remember that with Mike Evans, but Mm -hmm. she was very, she was, she was very critical of Mike Evans. Mm -hmm. Um, also, another incident was actually when she was trying to fly. I think she was flying from Houston to go someplace or flying from L.A. I don't remember what city, yeah, but when there was protesting out front of the airport. But, right. Right. And I actually defended her because I was kind of looking at it from a standpoint that me as a person that travels via air myself, I wouldn't want to be caught in a air port overnight because i missed the flight i don't think that's a place i want to be you know overnight because i missed the flight so I, I i totally understand that from a traveling perspective but when you combine all these instances um it makes you think that when they first put this documentary out or when they first started to produce and have people speak about it sage Steele is the last sage Steele is the last name that I would ever think would be a part of this thing.
1: Sure. But like I would, like I would even name think though. that. What's that? But the last name, you know you oh, get what course. I'm saying? But the last name. of course she should be the last name. I, I look again, I understand. I even understand, you know, where whoever decided to exclude her from this, I understand where they were coming from with Sage mm. Steele's history in the, in the press. I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's a black woman, mixed black woman. However, you want to state what, it. That's what, a,
2: and whether in whether she acknowledges her black side or not, her skin is black.
1: So, and and then do we does she not acknowledge her blackness? Is that is that is that what I'm understanding? Or do we just have examples I, I, that lead us to the conclusion that we she made have
2: that. A, we have examples that lead that us to the conclusion to that. She doesn't acknowledge her blackness.
1: Right. So, and and but that's not a that's not a and and particularly in this climate, that's not a mm. fair that's not a fair assumption to make.
2: It's if not you fair. You are a
1: black woman. You should have mm-hmm. at least been asked to come to the table. And even if you were asked to come to the to table and came to the conclusion, I right, mm. this ain't going to work. Even right. that's something totally different, and that's acceptable. But the mm. idea that she was excluded. Um, that's that. Nah, nah, uh, that's not okay. That's not okay. I don't. She's a black woman. That's not okay.
2: And here's the other thing I left out about Sage Steele. She made a comment years ago and said that her white mother was brave back in the day for marrying her black father. And a lot of, you know, black people was like, like your white mother was brave. Like, what about your black dad? Like he wasn't brave back in those days. Yeah. So you know, again, these comments, you know, lead us to believe, hey, she doesn't identify as being black. Now, if you talk to her, she might tell you something different. I don't know, I don't know, but I I just, I didn't see her wanting to partake in something like this. Until she did. Now, until she did. So, with that being said, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, a bold prediction on this. I think Sage Steel at some point before the year is out leaves ESPN for somewhere else. Mm. Okay, yeah, I, I can see that. Because if you're, I mean, cause if you're talking about being divisive within the organization, and you know ESPN, you know they, they're one of the best when it comes to their personalities. And and it's not to say that there's there doesn't have friction between people, because, you know, for so many years, Mike and Mike did their radio show and only to come to find out like these two dudes never really liked each other. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? And we all so, know what happened
1: with Hugh Douglas and Michael Smith.
2: Right. Right. So, you know, that's not to say that, you know, friction doesn't happen. But ESPN, to me, takes care of their personalities and for the fact that this is care
1: of them because i
2: well in in terms of giving them platforms right so you remember when Carrie champion was on there you know she got the first take gig and then she was doing sports center at noon and then she was doing like uh sideline reporting and like she was doing all kinds of things take care of
1: the people they like i don't think that you know i don't i don't don't sure yeah sure I, i think it's a numbers game for them the people who of course who are popular they you know what i'm saying when's the last right. time you seen your your homegirl on first take
2: who's that uh roscoe Ros- yeah um it's it's been a while but i do know that when she made the announcement she was doing first take that she said she was doing it Temporary. that september and kind of moving forward she didn't necessarily give like a, a a timeline of when she was gonna stop doing it or how often she would be doing it but I think one thing we've noticed as a pattern with that show is that Molly's been taking a lot of days off from mm-hmm. first tape. And mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, like, sometimes it's Fridays, yeah. sometimes it's Thursdays and Fridays. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what that's about. And I'm not really quite sure, you know, because I, I was under the impression, hey, maybe she's pregnant. You know, maybe she's just taking some time off. And that wasn't the case. Yeah. So and, and, and Molly is still... You know, to this day, to my understanding, still doing that. Right. So, I'm I'm not sure. But the other girl, um, I forgot her name. I think her name is Charlie something. But okay. she's been kind of filling in. Is. Yeah, I didn't even know what her name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her name is Charlie something. I can't remember the last name. But she's been kind of filling in for Molly. You know, moving forward. So, you know, we'll we we'll, we'll see, man. We we'll, we'll definitely see. Um, you know, you you know, my girl Josina left. ESPN. I
1: didn't know
2: that. Justina Anderson. I didn't yeah. Know that. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. uh She she doing something on the side because I follow her on Twitter and like she's still doing like uh, reports on the NFL and what's going on with the league and all that yeah, stuff. Course, I guess she's kind of, just yeah, kinda of doing it. Right. Right. So she's you know doing that kind of on an independent level right now. So um, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what um, you know what shakes out though. But um, they did replace her with another female. Oh, okay. um, her, her name is Kimberly Martin. She, you know, does. She used to work for Yahoo. She used to cover the Redskins in D.C. She used to cover the Bills back in the day. So um, and she's from Brooklyn and she's of Guyanese descent. I just wanted to throw that out there.
1: Of course you did. Uh, <laughs> let me say what's up to J. Ron, BFTN Network, uh, Big Illinois 73, who is a first time listener. What's happening? Hope you stay around. Hope we don't say what's up? too crazy to offend you. Um, which we probably, we, we don't, we don't, we don't be talking too crazy on here. Um, what's up to everybody in the chat room while we were speaking on ESPN. Um, first take and, and first take and specifically, uh, Max mm-hmm. Kellerman, uh, took, I, well, let me say this. I saw it on Instagram, uh, yep. took, uh, made, hit, hit, made it his personal business to uh, speak on Nick Cannon being fired from Viacom, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what made. Uh, well, let me say this: I'll assume that D Wade apologizing, or uh, first mm-hmm. sticking up for Nick Cannon, then apologizing for sticking up Nick, for Nick Cannon is right. The reason, kind of walking in the back. Yep. Yeah, is the reason why they were covering Nick Cannon. Um, uh uh-huh. I thought it was weird when I scrolled through my timeline and saw that Max Kellerman was speaking about Nick Cannon as if Nick Cannon was an athlete um mm-hmm. but uh you know if if you live under a rock uh, Nick Cannon was fired from Viacom for uh semitic comments on his podcast yep. where uh Professor Griff uh of Public Enemy Fame uh was uh a host and he they spoke about um you know Nine, you know, they, they, I'm reading I'm trying to read a comment and talk at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, they basically spoke about uh, who was the Semitic people of the world. And, you know, Nick Cannon came out and said some things and nobody, uh, nobody was feeling him. He was fired and mm-hmm. he's on his apology tour, much like Deshaun Jackson. And this has obviously been a um, a hotbed conversation on this podcast for two at least two weeks Mm -hmm. um and my stance has been you know what what's wrong what's so wrong and what's anti-semitic about with anti-semitic about what you know what that passage said from deshaun jackson or what uh nick even what nick cannon said in the podcast Mm -hmm. so um Here's where I here's where I am prepared to walk back my statement. So, um and I text I text to you a a YouTube video of uh the Brilliant Idiots podcast where you know uh Charlemagne Andrew Schultz, who's not Jewish by the way, um, spoke about mm-hmm. where Nick can you know, spoke about Nick Cannon and their uh producer yep. <laughs> uh whose name is Chris Moreau, who's an author, producer, all those types of things. He's actually written uh he's actually written some of Russell Simmons books. Um he's he's a he's actually written helped write some of uh Charlemagne stuff too. Um so he's a, a a an author. He's like he's in the author game. He does it. But he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he spoke about why uh why Nick Cannon's claims were offensive and uh the way he said it made sense to me under his understanding um and i und- what i what i what i walk back is is i'll apologize if you're the, if you're if you tell me if you tell me and and on this basis alone if you tell me mm-hmm. that you're offended i'll apologize for you being offended that doesn't change my thought process that doesn't change um what I believe to be true. But right. um I do apologize if I offended you because my intention was not to offend. My intention was my intention was to yep. expose what I believed to be the truth. And mm-hmm. as as where I stand today, July twenty first at eight almost uh, eight twenty two, I still don't know what the truth is but if you're telling me that you're offended and you explain to me why then i'll apologize for offending you so this is where this conversation goes the jewish community um uh well let me speak for chris more will chris say, i won't speak for the jewish community he's he's basically says that this idea that 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 um jewish people are the one are are a heavy percentage of the one percent that control the world um and that they're running secret organizations that oppress people this that and the third that does not exist yes obviously the rothschilds run banks and you know how their their uh, dominance in real estate and all of that all those things do exist obviously but they do not have the keys and the means to make change, uh, make the types of decisions that oppress black people. Mm -hmm. And when you speak to those, uh, those alleged secret societies and things like that, those same kinds of rumors are the reason why the Holocaust began. So the same issues, the same stereotypes that they are battling now are the same stereotypes that they that got that had the Holocaust started and why 6 million of their people died and why. So when you speak to those types of things, they are quick and diligent to dismiss those rumors because those rumors trigger them into a place where that has 6 million of their people and generations of people are, you know, not here because of those rumors to an extent. You follow Hmm. me so far?
2: yeah yeah Okay. Uh, that was that was uh it was pretty lengthy but yeah i i got to where you were you know trying to go with that there okay so but, um
1: so what i'll say so yeah, it's a little more lengthy because that this this is me um gaining the understanding that i've been asking for for two weeks um and mm-hmm. this is um and and, and more than that I, it's an important social issue um so i, I kind of want to make sure that i'm I'm clear on where i stand um if if so essentially what this turns out to be is that essentially what this conversation turns out to be in my opinion is uh every every the the bad apple that spoils the bunch theory you get what i'm saying so every every black person ain't a uh, ain't a murderous hoodlum thug and every jewish Mm -hmm. person ain't a oppressive Ain't a, ain't the oppressor to the black people. You know, you get what I'm saying. So you can't yep. say the entire Jewish community is right. oppressing black people, just like you can't say every black person is an ignorant thug, you know, or savage or however sure. you. Know, you know what I'm saying? And I think, sure. th- and I think that's where the uh, I think that's where the disconnect is happening. So anybody who tries to perpetuate that stereotype of Jewish people. Uh, you know, running the world, a Jewish person would say, nah, we, all of us ain't running the world, or we ain't running the world. I don't think, I, it's hard for me to say every single, but it's hard for me to, but it's hard for me to say that a Jewish person, uh, and, and I know I'm stretching, I'm trying I'm trying to cut it short, but <laughs> uh, it's hard for me, but it's hard for me to say, to ignore that Jewish people get shit done with, quick, fast, in a hurry, i.e., Nick Cannon being fired and he shouldn't and, and and let's be clear, he shouldn't have been fired. So it's hard for me to mm. Well no, it's not hard for me to say. This is what this is what I can say. If they could if they can if they can understand that about themselves, then the people who are the then the Jewish people that I believe, not the entire not the entire, you know, collective, but the few Jewish people who are ruining the bunch. They then they have to also come to some terms that mm-hmm. all of us ain't those. You got to stop oppressing us.
2: Mm.
1: Those guys.
2: So, so, when you text me the link to that video, right,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I went and got Debbie and I said, hey, you sit down and we need to watch this video. Right. So, we watched Charlemagne and we watched Andrew. We watched them have the dialogue about why nick quote-unquote messi um, um can why jewish folks consider it to be anti-semitic and the understanding and the like and i was able to come up with a couple of things that kind of caught my eye okay um number number one and i and i believe i text this to you after um after i told you i watched it um so when charlemagne was pointing out the fact that um jewish people can point out To what anti-semitism is And can actually educate Others on Why it's anti- uh, Semitic and why Jewish people are being offended It kind of got me to thinking So when we as black people Say we're Offended about something whether it be You call me a nigger with the ER Or you know Any other kind of references To us being oppressed I got this question. Why does it seem like, and again, I'll say it seems like, Mm -hmm. why does it seem like we as a people have trouble educating white people, whether it's Jewish, whether it's any um, European background, Caucasian or whatever. Why does it seem like we have somewhat of a difficulty educating them on what's right or what's wrong is it because we've suffered this for 400 plus years and you know we're still waiting on these reparations we still haven't um experienced equality in this country and is it because caucasian people and white people of the like should already know what our history is and i see black celebrities say hey We don't have to educate you on this. You should know that your people have been oppressing us for so many years. We don't have to educate you. So why do we respond that way? Whereas the Jewish community, when they're offended by something there, instead of considering cancel culture, they pull us to the side and say, hey, look, this is why you know that we're offended by this this is the understanding here well
1: let me let me let me let me me, uh let me stop you right there because it's important to say um nick cannon was canceled um he was fired from his show that he owned and they took the show wild and out is a product of viacom even though we know nick cannon created the show and he no longer has it that is being that is the definition of cancel culture he was canceled Mm -hmm his anti-semitic comments um but in turn not only was he canceled but um and and let me be clear i don't know if he reached out to the to the jewish community or the jewish community reached out to him to teach Mm -hmm. but if i but who am i but it it, it speaks to my whole you know bad bad apple theory the bad the bad apple fired Nick Cannon or cancel Nick Cannon and then mm-hmm. the good apple uh reached out to teach or or at least uh was open to teaching because now mm-hmm. we hear him that you know his apology was swift it was right. informative uh you be, you know it wasn't the PC apology when you read what he said um yep. you know what I'm saying he he he's taking the necessary steps so why does why is the bigger issue for me is why is why are we turn this dude down
2: right and 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 when you say we you're talking about uh, our community because i've seen black people
1: turn them down he their apologized camera. right um right. which which by the way but which by the way i, I i'm I, i'm not gonna say i would have tore him down because i wouldn't have i would mm-hmm. be me a week ago would have been saying he shouldn't have to apologize um, and what you' apologizing for I wouldn't be tearing him down, but i would like Nick, if that's what you believe that's what you believe um right. so i would i i i can't even say you would lump me in with them people, but i could see um right. i could see how somebody hearing me and not understanding me as a person would say oh i i i i'm tearing him down um right. but to your to the point he shouldn't be losing he, he shouldn't he got cancelled he got canceled and taught by the Jewish right. community.
2: That's what I'm forced to believe. I got a question about that though cuz when you say he got canceled and I agree with you he did get canceled. He's a victim of cancel culture. Is Viacom CBS?
1: That's are they was, run by that's, G- that's is That's what I was going to uh, try to hurry up and Google. But even okay. if he wasn't, let's be very clear. Let's be very clear. Even if that okay. company isn't owned by Jewish people, Okay. He was fired because of anti-Semitic comments. So somebody was yes. in that that the the uh shot caller's ear saying, "Oh, sure,
2: he can't be here." Sure, whether yeah, whether it was an owner or whether it was somebody or producer or somebody of the show, the or of the network. shot caller
1: said, "You're he's done at Viacom." That's what was said because if yeah. it was because of his comments, and that was influenced yeah. by the Jewish community. I'm not going to again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the oppressive Jewish community or not, but it speaks to again, like y'all. They say we don't have the power; but we don't have the power. But when stuff, when when these anti-Semitic comments happen, it gets nipped in the bud, quick.
2: Yeah, quick. It gets and, nipped and, in the and bud. Part, really and part quick. of that, and half of that, is the education that the ones, ones that don't oppress us show us and it's the ones that do oppress us that they want to cut the cord real fast. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so. and, and in turn and in turn uh he lost a show that he created. Right, right. Now, I, yeah. I, I now well, now I I, hope, now clearly I hope that clearly he sold it. Clearly um but he did he did sell it? I mean they, he don't own it no more. So yeah, Wild and Out is. Um, I mean, I, I I get that all these all these was jokes, but I mean they already posting uh-huh. Ryan Seacrest is going to be the new host of Wild and Out, and you know, and I get those are jokes, what? but yeah, it they're jokes. I, or let me say okay, I believe oh, them to be jokes. Um, um, I was, I was, yeah, I, be, I believe right that <laughs> I believe that to be joke. I believe that to be a joke, but that speaks to the idea that he don't own that show. And he's he lost while and out. That's crazy. Yeah, that,
2: yeah, that, that that is crazy. It, a very teach- teachable moment. Um, and I understand we we've touched on a lot during the segment. Um, ownership, man. It, it it's it's about black ownership, man. And I was just wishing that at some point throughout fifteen years, while and out been on for fifteen ye- yeah. years, yeah, that 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 that, that is crazy. And that is done. crazy that it started out that way. He created he built this brand to be what it is. Yeah. They've toured all across the country. Facts. You know, to bring the show to all these cities. Created platforms for so many. For people. people. The eighty five yes. show is my, probably the big day. Young crockett uh just hilarious i mean just to name a few 85 I south mean, show is the biggest comedy
1: show in the world right now or this yeah. last year 80, 85 south show with chico bean dc young Fly, carlos miller is the biggest comedy show in the country right now and yeah. though all those dudes stemmed from wilding out
2: that's crazy i might be i might be nuts for saying this but Wild and Out was the modern day in Living Color.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's that, but
2: um... and, I, and I and I only and I only say that because of what it did to bring up people. In Living Color back in the day, jump started careers. Yeah. Wild and yeah. Out kind of did For the same sure. thing.
1: Oh, ain't no kind of about it.
2: You know, you know what I mean. So that that's why I say what I say. But I think it's a teachable moment here, and when it comes to black ownership. I just wish that at some point throughout those 15 years that Nick Cannon would have found a way to, you know, get ultimate power of the show if or when, you know, the company or the network parted ways with it. Yeah, because, you know, you saw Diddy come out and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy to bring you on the revolt platform. You could do Wild Out right here. We can make the thing happen. And I was hoping that would have been a dream come true. Nick Cannon, yeah, Nick but instead, Cannon. instead, we worrying about if Nick Cannon gonna commit suicide, and and that's only based on a couple of a, couple a of tweets, tweets that he yeah. put out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think it's that serious. I don't, I don't think. Mean, he, I mean, yeah. I
1: let me say, I hope I, he's not there because with yeah, what's going I, on I right hope. now, I I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard him come out and say, nah, that's not where I was at. Because also with all this going on, uh, uh, somebody close to him passed too. So. um... That yeah. that also played a part in, uh, you know, those tweets, to my understanding. Right. I'll right. say this. I pray that that's not where he's at, and, um, you know, and he'll not. be fine. Because let's be clear, um, Wildin' Out wildin out as a title might be done, but if you think for a second that um, those we guys... You need Nick Cannon. Yeah, well, let's be clear. Nick Cannon can go to revolt, or, or even yeah. better... Could go to like a YouTube or Facebook Live fast without having to go to a platform and right. really do numbers and earn and earn income with yep. those same characters, I mean, uh, character, same talent. Because those majority of them guys that's at Wild and Out have a loyalty to Nick Cannon. They're not gonna go to you know un- unless the bag is crazy at Viacom to continue right. to do it. They're not gonna. Right. Uh, they going to do that.
2: They going. They right. going to mess with your boy. Oh okay yeah abs- absolutely absolutely, um, man I, I I forgot what I was gonna say uh, oh I was gonna say Nick Cannon, we we need Nick Cannon to be on this earth right now. Um, yeah. You know what got me thinking, man? Um, when I when I first saw those tweets, the tweets that made you know that made people think that he was about to commit suicide. And again, I, I don't think it's that serious. I hope it's not that serious. I echo your words. I hope he's not at that place yet, but oh, man, I, I, I couldn't, I, 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 I couldn't help but think about when Nipsey Nip- and the story about the Doctor CB um, documentary that yeah. Nipsey was working on yeah. before he passed away, and I remember Nick Cannon stepping it, in to say, right, that he was going to work on this documentary, right, and I'm like, and I'm like, damn, like. And you saw all I, the I tweets really and
1: when Nick Cannon said he's doing that, you saw all the tweets about protecting Nick Cannon, protecting Nick Cannon. Here we are. right? Here we are. Right. I'm end. like,
2: man, I, I I, hope this, I hope this ain't true. Cause he, he doing some serious work with that documentary, you know, and, right now and trying to get that up off the ground. And like and let's, we and let's need be, Nick Cannon.
1: Yeah. And let's be clear. Nick Cannon has been doing a lot for the community a lot yep. of work in the community and for the community. This was a misstep. And look, people make, make mistakes sometimes. Um, look, I was, the I, I was the same. I'm the same. Look, I was right with them. Like, nah, like, and I don't know what, mm-hmm. what, you know, I know what, I know the definition of Semite now and Semitic people is now because I, you know, I, I went and did the research, right. but, um, yep. at the end of the day, he was expressing something that he believed to be true, and he didn't have the right information. Now, he's taking the steps to get the right information, but that don't cancel all of the work he was doing before he made these comments. Mm. That don't cancel right. the man that he was before he made all these comments because he made a mistake. This wasn't a comment that said... Uh, that negated all of the work that he's done and that he's doing. Um, he shouldn't have lost his job. That's that's just That's just that's just what it is he shouldn't have lost his show and i don't i don't know who's tearing him down i don't know who's torn, tearing him down you know as far as what he had to lose his show and all that but i do know right that he made anti-semitic comments and for his anti-semitic comments he was torn down as a black man
2: yeah i i just hope that uh nick Cannon get back on his feet and gone. even if it means he got to take you know, some time away from social media for a minute. Do what he got to do. Get back to the lab. Think things through. So be it. But we, we need Nick Cannon on this earth right now. We we, we need we need Nick Cannon. There's yeah. no question about that for certain, man. Facts. Um, I got I got one more thing here, man, and i um, actually just two more things. They're very short here. Um, since you know I brought up cancel culture, and um, since we're in this climate of you know forcing people to change things so the cfl and we, we don't discuss the cfl a lot but i did notice that oh, one I'm of their sorry. teams and, I, and and
1: i was I, it was an i'm and I, and I, bleh, sorry to cut you off uh, but i don't know if you're going to get there and i don't want to forget um somebody mm-hmm. i think it was jordan rosario did offic- announce officially that the preseason has been canceled in nfl
2: oh okay that's big news yeah
1: yeah so that, I don't have that, anything, that, I don't have anything else to add to it because I, I it
2: hasn't hit my phone yet. But um, that that that's big news. Yeah. So so yeah, it's kind of cool. like what I said. It's it's kind of like what I'm I'm thinking should happen. They should just go right into the regular season and get it started. Yeah. I think the question is, you know, these rosters have eighty something players on it
1: to be exact. They'll figure it out.
2: Ninety. Right. So you know, without. You know, really seeing much guys on the field. All you have to go by are these training camps, yep. and you know you're going to have to base it all for that. And we'll we'll see how that works out for most of these teams.
1: Yeah, the NFL will move on; they'll be all right.
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely, I, I, it's absolutely. On, it's
1: only unfortunate for it's only unfortunate for the players, and it mm-hmm. is unfortunate for the players. Let me be clear on that. But um, as far as teams and from their perspective, they'll figure it out. It, you know, they'll figure it out. It'll be it'll be difficult, but they'll figure it out.
2: Oh, yeah. No, I, I absolutely, man. Um, the CFL. There's a team called the Edmonton Eskimos. Mm-hmm. And they re- they've they been receiving so much blowback about the term Eskimo. And I've, I've kind of had a conversation with a couple of people about this maybe years ago. And I even questioned myself. Is Eskimo a derogatory term? Oh. I never knew it to be that. Right. I, I, I never knew it to be that. But apparently... Uh, there's a community of um, individuals that feel like the term Eskimo is derogatory, and so the Edmonton Eskimos are changing their nick name. I don't know what they're changing it to, but yeah, that's well. what's that's what's going down.
1: Like I said, this is the time. This is the time where, if you got a grievance, and enough of you got a grievance, it it, it can get resolved quickly.
2: <laughs> For certain, man.
1: I just need enough people it, in my corner telling my boss I need a raise.
2: Oh, word! <laughs> we we dev, definitely need some stuff like yeah, that, man.
1: Facts.
2: Um, so listen, man. Um, before we close the show out, uh, the, the main event's tomorrow night, man. Um, I I don't think this really needs a lot of um dialogue, but I got Snoop winning the versus against DMX. And I'm a, I'm gonna pick a score right here. Um, thirteen
1: to seven. I, was gonna I got say to 12, thirteen 8. to seven. I was gonna say twelve eight, but thirteen seven is yeah okay. I get, I give X a little bit more respect. Um, there my my group of people. Well, it's only one person in my group of friends that are saying uh saying DMX. Everybody else is saying Snoop. And I agree. Okay. And I agree. Snoop. Okay. Snoop yeah. for the win.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be wait. hot, man. Can't wait. It's going to be fire. Can't, yeah. can't, it's can't gonna wait. It's going to be
1: fire, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look, man, uh, let me say shout out to Deacon Dale. What's going on? Appreciate you for joining the chat room. What up, Dale? Um, and to everybody else in the chat room, man, we appreciate you. We appreciate your comments. Jordan Rosario, uh, Big Illinois, J-Ron, who got in here talking about whatever the hell they talking about. Because <laughs> they uh, – Some of of these comments, I ain't going to lie, I'll be lost, but I appreciate you in there commenting, man. Uh, BFTN, um, shout-out to uh, uh, Chief Rocker. You know, everybody that was in the chat room, if I missed you, sorry. Um, Shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Shout-out to everybody who's going to listen on demand. Uh, We appreciate you. Quick information. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you follow me at Maestro Styles. You follow Trey at Trey Frazier. On Twitter, you can follow me at Maestro Styles. You can follow Trey at Bobshop S P O R two. He handles the podcast account. Um, make sure you like the Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page. Um, we are we are going to get that these Zoom conversations on uh, on a YouTube. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Oh, one more
2: thing. One more. One more thing. Um, Make sure everybody. I made this announcement last week on the show. Um, Make sure y'all check me out tomorrow night, seven o'clock Eastern time. I'm going to be on the podcast by uh, Jelani Brown. It's a uh, young gentleman who's in a podcast game. He's got a podcast called What the Game Means to Me, a sport podcast by Jelani Brown. And what he's basically doing is he's having all people from, you know, all 30. 30- fans of all 32 teams have a divisional banter kind of a thing they've already had the nfc east afc west to east and all that stuff um we're going to be doing the afc north it's a live show banter it's a live show okay um it's going to be on facebook live um check out his facebook page what the game means to me a sportcast a, a, a sports podcast by jelani brown his name is j-e-l-a-n-i brown brown um i'm gonna be on there representing the ravens as well as um you know fans of the steelers Bengals, and browns and you know we're just gonna talk some shit and um you know get it popping so make sure y'all check me out tomorrow night seven o'clock facebook live let's get it
1: yes sir yes sir. make sure y'all tune in uh what's the name of the podcast again uh
2: what the game means to me a sports means? podcast by jelani brown facts facts
1: all right man so make sure y'all tune in the to trade tomorrow um, on Facebook live on uh, for that podcast and hey, amen uh, we do this again next week peace so for Trey this is my show styles holla